everyone, and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. My name is Zach Webb, and with me, as always, is Marshall Brook. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> Good old Moneybags Marshall. Sitting just... here with dollars in my pockets. Oh, yeah. And you know I'm rich because I got multiple pockets. Damn, how many pockets you got? 14. Fuck, man. I got a cargo shirt, bro. <laughs> <laughs> For when you're hunting and you're fishing, <laughs> I guess those do exist, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got you got 14 pockets for all your lures. Yeah, you know? yeah. my flies. I fly fish. Yeah, it what? Just seems more quaint, you know. <laughs> pockets, pockets for two days out of the week. Sorry. I have I have got my two Monday pockets, my yeah. two Tuesday pockets, my yeah. Wednesday pockets. My right side ones always hold my lunch, and my left side ones that's just a little snack. Yeah, of course. Yeah, what do you got? Trail mix. <laughs> I've got I've got I've got worms. Yeah, if Real you're worms. if you're on a trail eating trail mix, is it just mix? <laughs> I don't think so, because uh uh uh, like if you buy firewood and you put it in the fire, it's still firewood, right? Yeah, but it's on fire. Well, I guess, I guess firewood always has to be on fire because then you're just buying wood, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess in a court of law, <laughs> as with many other things, intent matters. Yeah, <laughs> intent yeah. matters. <laughs> if you buy something and say I'm gonna burn this, you're an arsonist <laughs> by the law. By the law, legally speaking. Legally speaking. And you can trust us because this is a legal advice show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, this is a, a, a music discovery <laughs> and comedy podcast where each week Marshall and I take a select theme and we cater a playlist of music based around that theme. Uh, this week's episode is Mr. Do Wrong, a man who <laughs> just does it all wrong. And uh, uh, Marshall, I, I got a quick question for you. Where yep. were you on January sixth? On January sixth, oh, actually, I was at work uh, at Starbucks when all that shit was going down. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I remember uh, uh, one of the other managers who was also a socialist and liked to talk to me about that stuff. <laughs> 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 he just like walked up to me, and he goes, "Hey, um, you see what's going on in the Capitol?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting here like making a latte. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm over here like making a latte. Like, no, what's going on in the Capitol? Trump yeah. being a douche again? You yeah, know? what's going on? And he's like, well, yeah, Trump. Yeah, um, uh, he's like, he's like, just go. He, he he like stepped into the machine that I was using, like the the espresso machine I was at. He yeah. was like, he's like, I'll finish these drinks. Go look at your phone for like a couple of minutes, real quick. I, I went into the back. Uh, Go and stare into the black mirror. Yeah. And so I went into the back, and I was just like, "Oh, oh no, yeah, oh no." And I went back out front and just like, like, like look at a customer and do customer service face, and then like look at the other supervisor and just like show him the void through my eyes. You know? <laughs> Because that's also while it was happening. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like Did anybody, while it was going on. And you were at a Starbucks uh, in a very like prominently- Very like, affluent community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were, were there a lot of like people with a skip in their step that day or like- I Nobody acknowledged it. And I think, I think it's because deep down inside, despite what they're arguing, they know that that's treason. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
It's almost like when you try to overthrow the, uh, 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 the, 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 the process of passing power from one individual to just the same individual you want to keep in power. Yeah. Uh, that's treason. Yep. So if you do it by bringing weapons to the Capitol, yeah. um, that's treason. So I remember, uh, uh, so I was also at work and I was just getting texts, uh, uh, like text updates from my girlfriend who was just like keeping an eye on this because mm-hmm. she was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. I just, I, I really hated like during like sort of like the, the Black Lives Matter protests and other stuff like that. I would hear conservatives talk about like, oh, well, you're destroying a target. Does that really, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, that's so disrespectful and all this shit. And then as soon as that happened, I was like, okay, cool. Y'all can shut the fuck up for the rest of time. But they didn't. No, of course they didn't. Well, what, what what led you to January 6th? Just that Mr. Durong would be there? That's, yeah. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes I mean, sense. I was like, And I don't Whoa. know, I don't know which guy he is, you know? Like, I like part of me thinks, like, I don't think he's the, the, the shaman guy. No. I no, think no, no, he's no. the dude who puts his feet on Nancy Pelosi's That's desk. That's exactly what I was going to say. He's yeah. the guy who was, like, ruffling through papers on her desk, like, like yeah. I'm in Nancy Pelosi's office. <laughs> Such a fucking like, idiot. Taking fucking selfies, dealing with classified documents. It's like, just, <laughs> bro, don't internet. Like, like, do like if you're gonna commit a crime, don't live fucking you know Facebook it. You know, like it's. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So we agree on who 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 Mr. Do Wrong is at yeah. January sixth, though. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> well, what a funny happenstance. Yeah. Well, Marshall, we have a bunch of fun segments, but before we get into all of those, I think we need to start with our favorite unforgettable segment. Uh, everyone knows it. Everyone loves it. Everyone keeps asking for more of it. I don't understand it at all. Uh, but that is beer of the day, Marshall. Uh, wait, wait, what are you drinking with your lips and your tongues and your, and your stuffs? Phi Beta Chi Phi Alpha. Huh. I'm drinking Natty Light and I'm rushing this semester. Oh, shit. <laughs> My name is Pledge Marshall, and I'm going to be doing 16 push-ups in the quad. Cool. (laughs) My beer is uh, a little hefty today, though. I can't help but notice. Yeah, it's pretty tall. It's it's pretty pretty tall, natty light you got there. You know, before... uh... Before we ask what your beer is, I'm just going to set mine right next to it and just yeah. observe that difference in size. Yeah, there's a there's a full nine ounces that you have more than me. Nine fluid ounces. Nine fluid ounces. <laughs> Babe. Yeah. God, what a man. <laughs> well, what are you packing? Um, you know, I'm uh, I'm not really rushing, uh, you know, this this semester. Um, yeah, cuz you're poor. Yeah, and uh <laughs> Yeah, so so I'm I'm drinking the uh, the community college of beers, and that is uh, Heineken. <laughs> and uh, I was thinking about this because you know most of the time someone brings up Heineken, I say fuck that fuck shit. That. Pabst Pabst Blue Blue Ribbon. Ribbon, right? Yeah, exactly. From Blue Velvet, mm-hmm. fantastic movie, great movie. But I was like, well, if I'm going with the essence of somebody doing it all wrong, well, I also need to be drinking the <laughs> wrong thing. Which is kind of what I did, too, because Natty Light is a terrible beer. Oh, awful, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a terrible beer. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that's our beers. Uh, and uh, I, I, Marshall, I think you're bringing our first segment in before we get into our main segment with all our playlists and songs and whatnot. I sure am. Uh, my first segment of the day, our first segment, our second segment of the show, because yeah. I can count, yeah. uh, is called No Fly Guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we're spending a lot of time today, Zach, uh, uh, talking about Mr. Do-Wrong. And with that in mind, I thought we could all get to know the guy a little better ahead of time. And that way, the stories that we're telling about him, uh, uh, maybe just have a little context. Yeah. Uh, So I did a little bit of research. um, And I created kind of a comprehensive list of the places he's been barred from, uh, the airlines he can't use, um, and the spots that have given him official trespass warnings. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. A long list? Or what are we looking at here? It's longer than the list of places I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to start with the airlines. Okay. All right. Um, um, it is called, the segment's called No Fly Guy, right? So yeah, So let's of talk about the no flying list he's on. Uh, United Airlines. Okay. What did he do there? Uh, he, he pissed. Oh. Like, not just, just, just in his seat, and then, and, then, and then he asked a flight attendant to clean it up. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> he just went, I need a change, please. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. God. It, he not, the, the urinating was wrong, and then the way that he asked to have it fixed was also wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, beyond United, we've got Southwest. Jeez, you got uh, kicked off Southwest. Now Southwest, that's, oh, that's yep. That's pretty... What do you think he did there? <laughs> he rode the baggage claim. Oh, well... Uh, 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 he rode the baggage claim because he was... He he snuck into the baggage compartment of the airplane. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they just threw him on the conveyor belt. <laughs> and as they did that, they said, hey, you can't be in there. Yeah. Um, Don't put a body in a bag. Yeah, not... Come on, people. Come on. Uh, we've got JetBlue that he's not allowed to fly on. Oh, jeez. Hawaiian yeah. Airlines. Oh, fuck. You can't go to Hawaii? Uh, he can't take Hawaiian Airlines to Hawaii. Oh, shit. He's got to go private, huh? <laughs> uh, Frontier. Okay. Delta Airlines. Jeez. And American. All right, but he can still ride Spirit. So, so yes. Actually, I wrote that down <laughs> specifically. Specifically, Spirit has allowed him. Um, he just has to pay an extra. He always has to pay for a carry-on whether he's got one or not. Right. Yeah. That's just Spirit for you. Yeah. Spirit, the way to tr- fly trash in the sky. <laughs> so, uh, uh, with all the airlines out of the way, let's start talking about some of these, these, these chains and corporate establishments that he's been barred from. All right. All right, all uh, right. We've got Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, shit. Uh, he was being too polite. <laughs> he was being t- in that, whoa, like. Well, yeah, think of the average Chuck E. Cheese patron. Yeah, it threw them cops. for a it threw them for a major loop. They yeah. were like, they were like, oh, this guy, he, he, I don't like him. Yeah. I feel like that was on the, the staff of like, hey, man, you're too good for this place. Yeah, they're helping him out. <laughs> <laughs> the thing he did wrong there was going to Chuck E. Cheese in the first place. Yeah, that's true. You're a mister. Act like it. Uh, we've got GameStop. Oh, no. What he tried to do there? Uh, he he kept arguing with the manager. I don't think he's necessarily wrong for this. And he kept arguing with the manager because they were offering him like two dollars on a seventy dollar game. Oh uh, yeah, well I mean yeah. that's just GameStop, that's bro. Just GameStop. You got you got to yeah. take your shit to Facebook Marketplace. You know, like you gotta <laughs> you gotta uh, cut out the middleman <laughs> here. Uh, the United States Post Office. Oh shit! Um, and he he got kicked out of there uh, because. <laughs> He, he was assigned to work that one machine in the 80s that kept making postal oh, workers shit yeah. up the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to do that, and then they kicked him out? No, no. He did work that machine oh. in the 80s, and they were like, you know what? Yeah, we're going to pay. You're, yeah. just, you're just not welcome back Get here. We've seen, we've seen how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Denny's. 
<laughs> that one you don't even have to explain. Yeah, it's just it's, it's just the same thing as why he would be kicked out of every Waffle House ever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it, like it's one of those things where if someone tells me they got kicked out of Denny's, I already know how it happened. <laughs> you know the you know the play by play. Yeah, bro. I don't I don't need I don't need any. You know, like I already know what the fuck is up, Denny's. Yeah, you know? that's what I was yeah. about to say. Every every world star video of Denny's is the same fight. Yeah, or that metal band. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's been kicked out of every single Dunkin' Donuts except the one on the Jersey Shore. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but American uh, America runs. You know, yeah. like how do you? How do you get by without it, you know? You'll figure that out here in a minute. <laughs> uh, he's banned from every Hertz rental car company. That makes sense, you know? I mean, uh, Hertz, they don't want to damage their uh, their identity. Their, you repu- know? their brand and their yeah. reputation. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like they had, like, O.J. Simpson as their spokesperson for, like, a while or anything <laughs> like that. But, yeah, you got to make sure. You well, got- maybe maybe O.J. Simpson is, the, is, is Mr. Do-Wrong. I mean, he did a lot of stuff <laughs> He's wrong. He's an example of a Mr. Durog, I guess, if nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next one's a, a trifecta. We've got a Allstate, Geico, and State Farm. Okay. Nationwide? Uh, they're, no, they're on his side. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I just I walked right into that. I didn't even set that up. I just... know. I just walked... <laughs> right into it i feel like one of those guys in home alone that just stepped on a bunch of fucking micro machines like what the fuck am i doing so stupid uh next uh we have your mom's house yeah of course my mom doesn't want to be around mr do wrong yeah (laughs) and he's also been barred from running for any political office in the country ever Uh, uh. We got it right, America. <laughs> we fixed it. <laughs> yep, and so uh, that is my list of places that Mr. Do-Wrong is not allowed. All right, well, be sure to keep going to those establishments. Yeah, and if you work anywhere else, just keep your eyes peeled. Just, yeah, they're, <laughs> he outs you, you know? Uh, well, Marshall, gr- uh, g- a great segment, uh, very enlightening. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to not seeing that guy. Yeah, um, yeah. it and, sucks because we have to go to Chuck E. Cheese more. Yeah, that's you know, and, and I was always a Showtime, you know, pizza kind of kid. You know? Mr. Gaddy's for me. Yeah, oh, Mr. Gaddy's was the mm-hmm. tits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marshall, let's get into our main segment. If you could do me a solid, yeah. do me a real bro move, uh-huh. and let these people know how this show goes each and every time we get to this point in the show. Okay, so uh, when we get to the main segment of our show, we do it the same way every week, and it starts with uh, one of us logging onto 8chan and getting the latest Q drop. Yeah. Uh, what we do then is we decode the messages mm-hmm. and then recode them into our stories <laughs> so that we can make sure that whatever we're bringing you today is not only funny and entertaining, but is also informative and keeps you ahead of those pedophiles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're out there. Um, Running Hollywood. And so, yeah, so, uh, uh, and then what we do is uh, Zach will uh, 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 list all five of his songs in sequence, kind of describing a story as yeah. he goes. Um, and then we will stop recording, wait for the next cue drop. <laughs> 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 uh, 
and we wait and we wait and, and we, we wait, wait and we wait and then we get it yeah we implement it into my story and then i say all five of my songs uh, yeah. with a little story woven out of cues uh, uh in infinite wisdom <laughs> um <laughs> You starting with a January 6th thing just put me in a little bit of a headspace here, Zach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and why then, don't we get started? Yeah, and then whatever Ron Watkins deems is, like, cool enough to fucking put out there, you know, then we'll, we'll fucking go with that, I guess. <laughs> Same way we do it every, every week, week folks. Yeah, every every goddamn fucking week with this shit. Oh, well, I, uh, yeah, I'm ready to, I got my thing all deciphered and recoded and, uh... <laughs> Well, Marshall, I want to describe to you uh, Mr. Durong, and uh, obviously this guy, uh, he's not a good guy, mm-hmm. kind of a piece of shit, uh-huh. you know, kind of kind of the, the, the slime ball that you would think, you know, yeah. uh, uh, you know, of Mr. Durong, you know, just real, just real money grabbing piece of shit, you know, he's like one of those guys who's just like always pissed. Yeah. yeah. He's just oh he's just like chewing a cigar he's never gonna light, you know? Gross. Yeah. And that's why his occupation is landlord. Oh, like that's a job. <laughs> By AG Music. <laughs> It's five minutes long. <laughs> I am perplexed, Zach. Came into this one weird. Yeah, yeah that just yeah. came in real high. I found so many other songs called Landlord. <laughs> you did you found at least eight or ten punk songs called landlord no i mean like okay so <laughs> so i mean i i kind of i i there's one song that i know has landlord in it and uh, that's dead kennedy's let's lynch the landlord oh yeah right? great song well, great song about uh the the fucked up real estate in uh san francisco at the time well great um, song about justice <laughs> 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 yeah yeah and I was like, I, I found all these different songs called Landlord, and then I picked this one, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then the more I listened to it, I was like, man, what the fuck is this, you know? It's so funny, because it starts off so disjointed, for lack of a better yeah. term. And then and then as I listen to it, I'm like, okay, I can see where all these different things fit together. Right, yeah. Um, um, I, I, I can see how it all fits together, and I can see the bigger picture now. But the picture never really got cohesive. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's not. It's not um, um, one of those 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 beautiful paintings where like it, there's there's such minute detail that you're able to look at every small element and appreciate yeah. its place. Um, this is 
a a collage serial killer ransom note like we yeah. received in the mail that one time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know I I don't understand it. Yeah. I just love it though. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I did enjoy it. You saw my face. Yeah. I just yeah, no, I, I think I'm the same boat. I just don't get yeah. it. It sounds to me like the that opening beat just like sounds a little bit like if Flylo got too drunk. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like it has some elements that are just like this like weird sort of like breakbeat like sort of thing, but then it has this carnival synth and then it has this plucky guitar that never strums, like never never gets beyond pluck. Well, it plays know? the same same riff over and over and over again. The same, yeah. the same plucky little riff. Yeah. Um. But but it ends a beat sooner than it should. The whole song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the vocals come in, and it doesn't. It doesn't try to tie it all together. It just throws itself into the chaos as well. You know, like it's just like it's all over the fucking place. I love it. Uh, so I haven't done too much of a deep dive. I did find out though that AG Music is like a like a, a label, and okay. so people are all just like po- posting like different music through there. But if you will look, dear listener, at the album artwork for this song. It is a MySpace oh my page pregnancy announcement. It is, oh, wow. It's, as soon as I saw it, I was like, well, I have to put it in here just based off that alone. You know, like, it's it just something that really struck my eye of like, ah, oh, this is, this is that classic, you know, homebrew stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing is, like, is like I don't want to disparage these people at all. No, like, not I look all. very happy. I'm very happy yeah, for them. Yeah, of course, yeah. It's just a weird pick for your album art. Yeah, it's just weird. It's just a weird... It's, when you look at that in a di- while you're listening to because Because while we were listening to the song, Zach says, dude, look at the album art. <laughs> and so I turn around and I look at it, and it just feels like you're in a Tim and Eric sketch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100% on that. Well, yeah, so Mr. Durong, you know, he's going to he's gonna start his day like he starts all the rest of them, you know, by exploiting the poor. Good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Durong, he, he, he dons his back-the-blue Hawaiian shirt and his MAGA hat, and he slips into his New Balance sneakers. Uh, no pants, though. Winnie the Pooh in this out there. Is he wearing like whitey tighties at least? No, no pants, Marshall. Oh no, no underpants, no overpants. You know he's doing it wrong. Yeah, he's doing <laughs> all of this wrong. Yeah, so he makes his way downstairs. Why? Because rent is due. By Balize Pagliacci. They won't even ask what my time worth. When they can replace me with somebody that's gonna be heard. That's words to my mother now. I'm trying to figure how to get through figures. I ain't trying to wait for retirement. Even if I did, they gonna play the small violin. When I look back, only wonder where desire went. Where desire went. Bring it down. But you keep it so Got so much that's on my plate. That's a good song, right? 
Dude, when the when the piano chords come in with the kind of like extended jazz chords under the hook. Yeah. Oh, so good, dude. To me, like when I first heard it, it kind of reminded me a bit of like later 90s East Coast hip hop mm-hmm. where it kind of transitions to being a more hardcore sample sound into yeah. more of a pop sound. Right, you know? right. Like, uh, um, you know, uh, it's like Mo Money, Mo Problems, right? That song is still a sample. You know, but it it has more of a the pop element to it. There, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel like a sample based song anymore. Exactly. Though, the thing. Um, yeah. Um, you said it perfectly when you said pop because it's kind of like that's when pop started turning into like R and B. Yeah. And sure. things like that, and yeah. that was what was getting really big. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like it sounds like the whole song is being produced in studio despite the samples. Exactly. As opposed to stacking several samples together right. that are distinctly samples, but they work together. Yeah. Like it, there's. A difference between like what bad boy the record label sounded like near the end of its like sort of reign than like sort of wu-tang clan or something where it's right, like very right. like i think and i think that also comes into with like a, a live instrument vibe as well mm-hmm. because rather than just a sample and then beat machine with an 808 and like you know you've got hi-hat. like the roots yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you know you, you have that yeah. um but yeah no i just uh also i love that like weird like synth sounds mm. sorry that chipmunk synth you know, like, yeah. Alvin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's classic for me to pick a song that's super funky, but the fucking lyrics are just so goddamn bleak, you know? <sighs> I mean, like, it was so funny because I put this song on and I had to listen to it a couple of times and, and then the lyrics really set in where I was like, oh shit, I vibe with this so goddamn hard right now where it's like <laughs> working 40 hours a week and you guys can just fucking replace me like that. That second verse, yeah, that and, one right there. you guys there, yeah. are not paying me what my time is worth that you know second verse, it was so funny because it was just like the second it started going i was like oh man zach like we've had we've had a rough couple of weeks at work we have both been very like like yeah we're always pretty dissatisfied with our job yeah uh, we've been particularly dissatisfied with our job for the past couple of weeks yeah um and, and i heard that part and i was just like oh zach was fucking i looked up at you today at one point and you were just fucking staring down just fucking like like <laughs> like not working not working on the podcast either, just yeah. like staring down and your head was bobbing a little bit to the music. And I pretty much guarantee you were absorbing the words from the verse in this song <laughs> during that moment. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I space out a lot. Um. <laughs> but our boss is never in there, so he doesn't know that. <laughs> Man, I'm Mr. Do Wrong. Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, anyways, but Mr. Durong himself, he goes down and he, and he bangs his fist on the uh, the one and only tenant he has, right? He just bangs his fist on the door. That's what I meant to say. Not on the man himself, but on the door. He's like, he's not just punching a guy. He's like, bum, 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 bum. You know, rent's due, you know? And this is where we meet uh, Mr. Jones, who answers the door. And uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Durong just demands the rent. You gotta pay me. And Mr. Jones says he will pay him when he repairs his apartment. Oh, <laughs> eat shit, you old fuck. <laughs> and this next song is called Fix This by Jay Santana. Thank you. 
I really, really want to see someone who's really good at doing the robot dance to this song. <laughs> Perfect robot dance song, for Perfect sure. Perfect song to dance the robot to. 100%. All the 100%. Ga- like, there's all these little gaps and things where he can just like hit his arm and spin it around or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, this song, it's I, 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 I agree with that. I also think it's like hold music for robots. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Please wait. Your call is important <laughs> to us. <laughs> it's weird because I think there's a certain point where all, the whole song, all of it blends together. But if you focus too hard on one thing, the whole thing just kind of falls apart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you only focus on the bass, it's only going to it's going to feel dissonant. If you only focus on the beat boops, it's going to, you know, it, it, but if you just kind of step back and look at the whole thing as a whole, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know. There, there's just something where I was just like, man, I feel like this this is, sounds like 8-bit break beat you know <laughs> yeah you know it's yeah. just like it's kind of and that's uh i looked into this guy's stuff and that's kind of like what his vibe is which oh, yeah. is pretty cool you know he's only got like uh 6k like uh monthly listens you know? oh, yeah so yeah that's and not that's too solid. bad yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's pretty mean, good it's not it's not yeah, yeah. it's solid yeah, it's nothing to sneeze at yeah. you know um but yeah no i just uh i just imagine that like Mr. Jones guides him through all the things that are fucked up with this apartment. <laughs> you know, like his AC is leaking onto the floor. There's an Ethernet plug in a shower. There's <laughs> nails sticking out of the stairs. There's holes in the floor. The, the fridge is hotter than the apartment, you know? <laughs> And you're, you're thinking like Zach, that's a lot of weird things. That was all in my last apartment. <laughs> there was a US or there was a Cat Five in your fridge? <laughs> no, there, or in your in your shower. Yeah, there was a fucking Ethernet right next to my fucking shower. That's so wild. I guess the, in case you needed a shower phone back. In the yeah, day. back in the day. Yeah. Oh, that's weird, man. Yeah, it was a very outdated apartment that they were charging me well, way funny, too much money for. Because you know, Mister Durong did one thing right, and it's the same thing that your last apartment did to you, where the unit they showed you did not have those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were like, uh, I remember when I moved in, they're like, oh, yeah, we're actually going to set up like a beer garden in this little fucking. <laughs> Just, I went to your last apartment, and that's so fucking funny because they live, don't even pick up the trash. They, yeah, people don't <laughs> even pick up their dog shit. Like, it was just such a bad place. Anyways, oh my God. it was so funny. By the time I left there, there was a sign when I moved in that said renovated and updated apartments that was so fucking faded by the time I fucking left that apartment. And I was just like, it's a fucking lie. It's a, I'm just imagining one of those people in the front office at your place just saying, oh, yeah, we're thinking of putting in a beer garden. <laughs> like, try to say it all proper because, like, that's how serious they are about it. God, it was... <laughs> It was such a shithole. They wouldn't give me mail. Like, oh, God, they were bastards. Um, uh, But, yeah, no, so after seeing all of these, like, repairs, right, and I like to think that this is all, like, a montage to that song, or, like, you know, with that song playing, it's just, like, all... Every time a beep or a boop plays, it cuts to a different, like, Yeah, something's dripping, or, you know, like, it's just gross. And after seeing all this stuff, Mr. Durong only has one thing to say, and it's... I don't care about you by fear.
you know, if I'm gonna put in a song called "I Don't Care About You," you better know it's punk as fuck. Yeah, no, oh man, West Coast hardcore, bro. So I, I'm aware of Fear. I've heard a couple of songs by them, but uh, you know, apparently they're classic, like mm-hmm. one of the staples in uh, West Coast hardcore. You know, like yeah. that, that punk scene, that classic punk scene. <sighs> Beautiful. But um, I kind of first became aware of them because they got banned from SNL. Oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? Holy shit. Yeah. Tell that story, huh? Oh, no, I mean, uh, so apparently <laughs> John Belushi was like a Yeah, punker, he used to go to all know? the fucking punk shows out yeah. there in New York. Yeah, he fucking, so he fucking loved Fear. So he got them on SNL and they brought like people to fucking mosh during their set and then they were playing i think uh uh new york is a great place if you like saxophones (laughs) uh uh which i think might be named something else um (laughs) i hope not but yeah pretty much they were destroying the fucking set as they were playing (laughs) and they got fucking banned from snl it's fucking great. Love it. Very punk oh, rock, man. you know. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I just I'm, I'm like, I feel like this song is just the perfect vibe for two grown men just screaming at each other, you know, <laughs> and, and pretty much just Mr. Do Wrong threatens to a victim if he doesn't receive the money by the end of the day, <laughs> which brings me to my last song. Uh, money is King by Layla McCalla. So if a man has money today, people don't care if he has Coco Bay. If a man has money today, people don't care if he has Coco Bay. He can commit murder and get off free. Rise to the seat of the presidency. But if you are poor, people tell you shoot. A dog is better than you. these uh, social commentary I know yeah <laughs> right on the head with that one you know, I just I, I think this uh, genre like I think this falls under the genre of uh, French cafe music yeah which I love a lot I just mm-hmm. you know uh, love that vibe but I, I just yeah this song is just so lovely about just such a dark subject of like classism you in were our society. so pissed at work this week yeah. dude holy shit <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a rough couple of employment months. Uh, but yeah, no, I just I love her voice so much. Like that's really like what stood out to me is that like her voice is just so beautiful, like and it carries the concept of this so well. Like it's not something where you get overly distracted by her voice. Mm-hmm. Like it just carries the message pure in its purest form. You know? Yeah, well, and it's interesting because I know uh, I'm not huge on, like, instantly picking up on lyrics. A yeah. lot of times it's the second or third or fourth listen through that I pick up on lyrics. And, mm. and with this one, it was very poignant. Mm-hmm. Um, um, without being distracting from the music at all, it was very much a thing where I was just listening to what she had to say and yeah. agreeing with her. Yeah. Because um. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, no, if, if you have enough money, you can get away with murder. Like, you know, if but if you're poor, like, you're worse than a dog. Which, I mean, both. <laughs> most Murder! Rich- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got one. We collectively got one. We got one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> we did it. 
I feel like this song just is the perfect way to bookend this, where it's like Mr. Durong has all the money and power in this situation. Yep. And unfortunately, he evicts Mr. Jones and just awaits until he finds his next victim to exploit. And you might Who's be saying be paying five hundred dollars more per month. Yep. And is going to. <laughs> and he's not going to fix a goddamn thing in that apartment. And you might be saying, Zach, this is pretty bleak way to you know end your your playlist and uh it's it's it, guys it's rough out here i don't <laughs> i don't know i don't know what you want from me Ooh, your money bro yeah art imitates life <laughs> it is rough out here in these streets it's so tough i'm dying but Marshall, what's your playlist like? What you, what's your story? Excellent a- playlist, Zach. <laughs> um, I will say that uh, uh, hopefully in my playlist, this is not a case of art imitating life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm very interested. What do you What do you got, buddy? Today I bring to the table a tale of one man's fall from grace. Oh, from lofty heights he has plummeted to the depths of despair. Oh, he got canceled. Or has he? Oh, he didn't get canceled. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> My first song is Loud Ass Car by the Wolves of Glendale. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love this song. I can't wait to add it to my mix of just music that I listen to. But I like specifically, it encapsulates like a specific time and music for me, which is mm-hmm. like that sort of mid two thousands pop sound. Yeah, right. But it's like if yeah, it's like if Bo Burnham wrote a mid two thousands pop song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like because all the lyrics are fucking hilarious very funny very very jesus christ yeah like oh god (laughs) and like you said it when it happened was just the 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 fact that they snuck in a pun (laughs) he's carpensating yeah carpensating oh god but yeah no great song dude great Uh, fucking song i really dig the vibe on this track yeah it's it's it comes in with that like super synthy low end at the top yeah um and it's got e-drums like electronic drums over the whole thing uh which just gives it like a very specific feel like you said that kind of early 2000s pop feel yeah yeah but really what i really truly dig this song is the lyrics (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah fucking hilarious uh the the whole song is like an homage to guys who think that their fancy car elevates them above the rest of humanity oh yeah i've met Um, a few (laughs) and he's just got some really good lyrics to encapsulate that Mm -hmm. um he says uh uh at one point i don't think we got here in the song he says uh, i should have spent my money on therapy but instead i got my windows tinted (laughs) 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 i've got a loud ass fucking car peeling out in front of a school yeah yeah (laughs) uh 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 (laughs) 
<laughs> um, <laughs> I'm always angry and disrespectful, which is why I can't find love. <laughs> but again, delivered all in a very like like pop yeah. pop positive yeah. fucking environment. Well, it's it's fucking hilarious because he plays it straight. Like yeah. he's not he's not yeah. leaning into the fact that this is a joke. He's literally singing like this is the internal dialogue of a man who has this car. Well, because you know? like I uh, several weeks back, I brought a song called Big Truck that was yeah, making yeah, fun yeah. of guys. I got big truck. I got a big truck. I, I got, got a big, big truck. truck. I yeah. got a big big truck. Yeah. Um that one he did not play it straight. It was right. like it was it was not that it wasn't a serious punk song, but it was so just like it was so incredibly obvious that the whole thing was just a joke making fun of dudes and Yeah, he trucks. was he was leaning into the joke. And in this yeah. one if you did not listen to the lyrics, you would have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cuz it's just a, it's a very well composed song. Like it's very poppy, it's very like infectious, like it's super <laughs> nice and it's just so fucking funny. <laughs> So all of those lyrics mm-hmm. are the exact vibe that Dr. Durong exhibits constantly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, um, oh, oh, one last note, though. These guys, I found them uh, on Instagram, actually. Oh, oh seriously, um, nice. and, and they have a song that I really like. Like, the reason I know this band exists is because I was trying really hard on Spotify to find. They have a song called Barf. Um, <laughs> it just fucking rules, dude. Hell yeah! <laughs> they keep there. Yeah, you, I'll, I'll show it to you later. I yeah, guess. but it's only I. The, the only place I've been able to find it is their Instagram. It's not on Spotify. Oh, so, gotcha. Uh, you know, so I brought loud ass, loud ass car to the table. Yeah. <laughs> so our story begins with Mister Do Wrong running a red light at an intersection. Yeah. He crushes his can of prime energy against his forehead and lobs it out the window at a homeless guy. <laughs> and then he laughs. Yeah. <laughs> of course he does. He's drinking prime. He's in, he's having the best of times, you know? He enters a school zone where he revs up to 60 miles per hour. Red and blue lights flash behind him. Uh-oh. Mr. Wrong thinks briefly about evading the cops. And then he does. <laughs> Premeditated. <laughs> he flips the bird and nearly takes out a crossing guard as he cuts down an alleyway. Jesus Christ, yeah. And finally he arrives at work in front of a building with a big sign out front. Yeah. Wrong, right, and maybe attorneys at law. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, right, and maybe. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that a lot. As he walks up to the building and opens the door, he shouts, Where's my dad? I need to speak to daddy. <laughs> <laughs> we have a mutual friend who answers the phone whenever his father is calling him. <laughs> He is he is a man who is married. He is a man who owns property. He is yes. he is one of my favorite dudes in yeah. in the existence of human race. Yeah, he's such a good guy. And his whole vibe is dad core, which yeah. is which is yeah. great. See, but he looks every so t- stylish for a guy who dresses like a dad. It's yeah, crazy. No, no, it's, crazy. It's, crazy. it's crazy. But he will answer the phone to his father and just say, "Yes, daddy." Yes, daddy. <laughs> Grown-ass man probably makes more money than we do. Um, (laughs) Grown-ass man who contributes more to society than the both of us. That's the answer. Probably more than both of us combined. Um, 100%. He does that bit for no one other than to 
piss off his dad, and it is beautiful. It's one of the reasons. I mean, it's not one. Of, well, it's one of, but not the one of only many. reason. One of yeah, many of why I love that guy so fucking much. Hello, daddy. Yes, daddy. <laughs> and this brings us to my second song. <laughs> I quit my job by Old Man Ludicky. That's super sweet. It's you know? a good song, man. Yeah, it, I mean, uh, to me, it sounds like an Appalachian lullaby. Yeah, yeah. No, you know? that's that's not dissimilar from what I read. Like, like it's, it's 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 as far as like diction and words go, very dissimilar from what I wrote. <laughs> but the sentiment, you yeah, know? yeah, it's just very calming. Yeah, because I yeah. put I put a uh, this song sounds like mom cooking a home cooked meal yeah. uh, on like a hot summer afternoon. Yeah, you know it's like you're getting in from running outside with your friends and you yeah. come inside and like you just smell one of your favorite things cooking. Um, chicken fried steak, chicken fried steak, oh, yeah. with some mashed potatoes. Ooh, yeah, baby. She got a couple ears of corn. Threw them out there on the grill. Yeah, I, I'm. You know me. I'm not a corn guy, but yeah, <laughs> corn man's coming though, Zach. So. <laughs> My cell phone's dead. It's funny. We bring up Corn Man all the time because it's one of our favorite songs that uh, you brought it to the table. It's one of the favorite songs that we found like yeah. on this show. And I'm thinking about it, and I'm pretty sure that Corn Man actually uh, happened before we were playing songs in the episode. No, oh, yeah. No, uh, no, that was the... Oh, that was New Cryptids, wasn't it? That yeah. was the first episode. Oh, yeah. thank God. Oh, you just gave me... I was so concerned that no one out here had heard Corn Man because oh, I know yeah. only a small percentage of people click through to our playlists in yeah. the link of every episode. <laughs> In the bio of every episode, there's a link to both of our playlists. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but I know that that's a pretty small click-through rate, and I was like, have people not heard Corn Man? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can guarantee, and, uh, you know, because of my love for Corn Man and Hal Dottie, I have played Corn Man at so many public outings that I have been to, because everyone's like, oh, what do you want to hear? I'm like, Corn Man. Corn Man by Hal, Hal Dottie. <laughs> Remix with Tony Robot. <laughs> I fucking tweeted the YouTube video of that song at someone the other day. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but this song, but, uh, yeah, I quit so, my job. Oh, so, God, uh, so so nice. The uh, banjo in this song is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, but frankly, the thing that I really took away from this, uh, uh, listening to the lyrics, I really love this guy's take on life. Yeah. Um, this guy has such a good outlook. Uh, he's talking about how he's like, I quit my job, which means I'm free today. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's he, he talks a lot about how it's not about money and mm-hmm. it's not about prestige and it's not about all of these things that like society puts all of this weight into. Yeah. Um, and it's about like like freedom to pursue what you want to pursue. Or that's what I took away from it at least, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a really beautiful message as someone who just like I I I, I don't do as much art as I would like. Yeah. Um, but I consider this to be a form of art. And yeah, you know, sure. it's one of the things that I do and it's it's just like it's it's like my goal in life is to create. Yeah. 
um, and to be able to create um, 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 fully. Yeah. Uh, you 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 need to have the space to do so, right? Yeah. And, and that's the biggest thing about like that I took away from quit your job is it's just like it's just like that's the thing that's taking up that space. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I mean, I've quit several jobs, mm-hmm. um, some by just walking the fuck out, and then some by just being like, hey, I'm putting in my two weeks or whatever. Yeah. You know, but like and that depends a lot on who you work with. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, but like one one thing that um, is freeing in that instance is you go, okay, all the bullshit I have been like dealing with with mm-hmm. this job is no more, right? Like, and that it, in itself is a freeing uh, right. feeling, you know. Like, there's a release to that. Now, don't get me wrong, you're gonna hit some troubles. You're gonna, you know, there's, of course, that's just gonna happen. You don't have a job anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Things are probably going to be a little rocky while you get back up. You yeah, know? while you get but... back on your feet. But as soon as you quit that shitty job that's mistreating you and, and like making you feel worthless, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as you quit that, there is a very serene feeling about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, Mr. Do-Wrong, he has a very different take on life. Right. He the only He's th- never had a job. Oh, he has a job. Yeah, sure. He has a job. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, what's his job? What's this, what's this guy do? Who's this so sales he, representative? He shows up at work calling for his daddy, and he walks right past the clock-in station, right past the mail room where he's employed at this law firm. Oh, God, yeah, of course. Um, and where he is to report to, and he heads right to the executive offices. He sticks out his lip like a pouty bulldog before pushing open a door labeled Mr. Wrong. <laughs> His father is at his desk having a meeting with a man who is very clearly losing his job and is crying like a snotty mess. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this man is very upset. Yeah. Um, our protagonist pushes past that man and gets right up in his dad's face. Hashtag not my protagonist. I quit. I hate it here. And the money I earn is like an eighth of my weekly allowance. Oh, Jesus Christ. Peace out, losers. <laughs> Oh yeah. He pushes over a bookshelf with half which halfway falls on the crying man. Oh no. <laughs> He's going through a lot. Don't do that to him. His old man attorney just nods his head. Yes, my little baby boy. Anything <laughs> you want. <laughs> yeah. This guy's, what this guy's like Veruca Salt from Willy Wonka? <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't want anything from you, he says, Ah. as he throws his very full wallet um, at the sad husk of a man who was clearly injured by the bookshelf. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there's some money there, though. At this point, the protagonist turns around to leave, and you can hear his dad say, Now, technically, you were already fired when this shelf fell on you, so we will not be giving you workers' comp. (laughs) Classic fucking corporate structure, you know. (laughs) Which leads us to our next song, Stealing Milk from Kids by the Dead Smiling Pirates. Dope name. Stealing milk from the kids House I'm flying and down It's bad for their team And you know we are stand-up kind of guys What's in it for you? Uh, uh, uh. What's in it for you? 
Man, I don't uh, I don't know when the song came out, but it kind of reminds me of that like sort of '90s alternative vibe. Yeah, yeah to me, it was very uh, very pop punky. Yeah, um, but kind of like I, I I see what you're saying. I agree with you actually yeah. more than my take. Yeah, uh, because it's very much almost that like precursor to pop punk. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It uh, reminds me a bit of like um like presidents of the United States of America. Yeah, you oh, know. Yeah, oh, I love that band. Yeah, Such me too. Band, but man. it's just a it's it has a zany element to it, but it still rocks. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So this band is itty bitty. Uh, oh, they've yeah? only got 23 monthly plays. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> They're so good, though. Yeah, I know, right? It was a super solid track. Yeah. Um, it's 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 funny because like the production value is definitely there. They're 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 high quality. Um, and my favorite part is 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 as you heard when we went into the second verse, the song kind of speeds up and speeds up and speeds up. Yeah. But then every time they come back into that chorus and it slows down. Yeah. Um, and in that chorus, uh, uh, it's just so fucking funny. They're like they're like stealing milk from the kids. Then we have fun for a while and steal their candy. But we do that because it's bad for their teeth because we're such stand-up guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I love this idea of the song very clearly being written from the perspective of an asshole, but then also, like, constantly just justifying what Yeah, their doing. actions, yeah. Because, um, like, verse two is all about, like, trying to sleep with a chick or something like right. that. And, again, the guy's just being an asshole, but the whole time he's just justifying it. Yeah. Um, and I love I love that juxtaposition because uh, 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 in, in, in our story... Our protagonist here uh, uh, is an asshole, but he's not even trying to justify what he's doing right, here. Right, yeah. The world is here to serve Mr. Do-Wrong. And as he leaves the law offices of his father, and also uh, 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 the other notable attorneys, Mr. Wright and Mr. Maybe, um, <laughs> he, he lights up two cigarettes, which he smokes in unison, <laughs> one in each hand. And then he gets back into his loud car, and he just drives around for a little bit. And then he realizes, I'm starting to get hungry. Yeah. And so he keeps driving around. But then, right as he has that realization, he takes a turn and he's back on the street that that school was on. And outside, he sees a little pack of kids. And they're all carrying their little lunch bags. Oh, shit. And so he drives up next to them and then just opens the door to his car and just steps out without pressing the brakes. <laughs> uh, the car careens off into the side of the street and hits an old woman. What is he, Tom Cruise? No, he's Mr. Do-Wrong. Everything he does is wrong, Zach. Every single action he does is the wrong move. <laughs> True, 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 true. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> that was my interpretation of it. <laughs> no, it's just the aspect of him doing a stunt. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Durong pulls out one of the three butterfly knives that he never leaves home without and threatens the students, demanding their lunches. <laughs> does he do the tricks? Of course he does the tricks. He does it while he's threatening them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only threatening thing you can do. One child runaways crying, but the other two freeze and then give him his lunches. Their, their lunches. Uh, he digs through the bags, throwing the contents on the ground until he arrives at a cosmic brownie, which he eats in front of them. <laughs> a rat scurries from a drain and begins eating all the discarded scraps. Shitty lunch. <sighs> I'm still hungry, he says as he starts back down the street lighting a third cigarette. 
a fire hydrant that he knocked over with the car spews water and drowns out the sounds of children crying and the old woman making whatever sounds people under cars make. (laughs) 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 Over the commotion, the distant sound of sirens approaching grows. Oh, jeez. It's not going right to do wrong, is (laughs) it? No, no, it's not. No. Which, in fact, that situation right there brings us to my fourth song, Dine and Dash by the Chats. Dude, ah, anytime I'm able to use just like a good old British punk song on it on the on yeah. my playlist, dude, it just feels good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I love how straightforward and to the point this song is. Yes, it's it's, it's about dining and dashing. This man is hungry. Yeah, he this doesn't have does, a job. This man does not have a job. No job for this man. So tonight we dine and dash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's like a very classic like punk power chord progression. Yeah. And it couldn't be paired with anything better than some British boys just talking about being broke and stealing food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just being it's just bags, very yeah. apropos. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and so as Dr. Do-Wrong keeps, uh, keeps walking down. Wait, looking- is that doctor now? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, the do in do wrong looked like doctor to me because I, I write like a third grader. <laughs> I was like, when did this motherfucker get his medical degree? <laughs> no, he's a PhD for sure. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Do wrong's in academia. That was the first mistake he made. Um... <laughs> yeah, so Mr. Do wrong. So Mr. Do wrong, uh, uh, as he's walking down the street hungry, he keeps reaching into his pocket. Uh, to where his wallet normally sits. Oh, yeah, but he threw it at that crying man. God, the wallet toss was a bad move. I'll have to get that from mom tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He unzips the lowest pocket on his cargo pants and finds a dime bag of angel dust he'd forgotten about. Oh, how could you forget? He goes, oh, if only I'd had the foresight to sell this to those kids. (laughs) 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 He sighs and looks up to realize he's in front of his favorite restaurant. He lets himself in, grabs a seat, and orders his favorite. The big, meaty, double cheesy. From our last episode. <laughs> just, as it, just as it gets to his table, Mr. Durong looks out the bay windows at the front of the establishment, and he sees a cop talking to a lady who points at the restaurant he's currently patronizing. Uh-oh. He grabs his greasy beast of a sandwich and starts bolting towards the back of the store right as the officer enters the establishment. The cop points at him and then blows a whistle like a referee. <laughs> <laughs> but Mr. Durong had already slipped away with the unpaid sandwich. As he scurries down into the back alley, a patrol car rolls up at the end. Oh my god, I'm trapped, he thinks to myself. <laughs> at that moment... <laughs> Himself? <laughs> huh? 
<laughs> you said I, he that, thinks it to himself. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you said he thinks to myself. Oh, word. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. I am this guy. <laughs> This is this, this happened to me. This is this is what happens when you're hanging out with your girlfriend. Zach. <laughs> I'm doing this. <laughs> um, at that moment, a large rat runs out of a drain nearby and trips him. The sandwich flies down the same storm drain. I just imagine the rat does the whole like extend its leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. More accurate than you think. Um, and the the sandwich flies down that same storm drain, uh, quickly followed by the the same rat. Yeah. Durong shudders as for the first time in his life he prepares to face the consequences of his actions. Oh no! But then he sees it down in that storm drain. A little tiny rat hand. It seems to beckon him closer. <laughs> it's Pennywise. He crawls into the drain while a thousand little vat voice, rat voices say in unison, We've received your gifts of food. We welcome you, O oh great food giver. <laughs> it's the last song called Rat King. The last song is The Rat King by Sidious. <laughs> Fucking call that. They're upset. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> I think it's so funny that you have this song and I quit my job on the same playlist because they're so just polar opposites <laughs> yeah, of vibes. Right, right. Well, it was funny because uh, the last song on your playlist, uh, we said money is king. Yeah. And it was so funny because the second you said that in my head, I was like, no, the rat, rat is king. king. <laughs> nice. Nice. We're on the same page. <laughs> this song, Zach... Is a heavy, screamy, chonky song, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rat King is apt. This song that. is heavy as fuck, bro. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I appreciated is that there's a little bit of variety in his screams. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I listened to the song through and through, I was like, "Oh, this song is perfect. Like, I need a dark, grimy, gruesome, you know, like a yeah. Rat King." Uh, but then also, I was like, "Man, it's kind of just like a Lamb of God clone." Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then I listened to it more, and I was like, "Oh no, no, these guys, these guys do a lot of like, like really distinct things with their sound um, yeah. and like how he screams, and then like they do a lot of like syncopation where they're hitting the same like da 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 da." Dot, dot, parts together, which yeah. uh, I, I, enjoy, I always enjoy oh, yeah. syncopation. It's, yeah, it's, me too. It sounds nice. Um, and then uh, my favorite thing about this song, though, is that, and I paused it after you heard the first one, but every single, like, movement in this song is preceded by, uh, 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 like, a, a, a gap. 
like mm-hmm. a break where everything drops out for a sec. Yeah. And then the new riff comes in and then it's the new part of the song. Yeah. Um, and I really like that. It's like it's like done in movements almost, which is impressive on a three minute song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it keeps it pretty fresh the whole time right up through the breakdown at the end. And the breakdown mm-hmm. at the end is just kind of your very classic, just like very chuggy, like triplets, just everything syncopated. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. Nice. In our story, over 300 years have now passed. The age of man has ended. Beneath the desolate streets, however, society still thrives. For while mankind was spreading fear and hate and pestilence, while mankind skinned his neighbor not realizing that he himself was next to be flayed, the rats worked quietly. Beneath the bipedal feet above, the rats came together. For at the direction of their king, they were able to thrive. Today, Zack, the Rat King sits motionless on a throne of scrap metal. His hands hold a scepter of trash, (laughs) and his veins are torn asunder by tubes and needles that recycle his ancient blood through pickle jars and discarded Tupperware. He does not but breathe and eat, and he has gotten rather fat due to that. Is that Fat Rat King? The end. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Hell yeah. Well, nice playlist. Didn't see that ending coming, I will say. That was going to be a whole, like... uh, Uh, Those who do, do, and those who can't, rat king. (laughs) That is how the expression goes, yeah. Well, Marshall, great playlist. Uh, I'm sure the listeners all enjoyed that uh, uh, tale. I know I did. Uh, But before we uh, get on out of here, Marshall, um, I had one more segment uh, before we go. And it's a little off topic. It doesn't really thematically fit in this episode. Uh, But I was recently uh, coming down off of a mushroom trip. And I found this uh, movie on Pluto called (laughs) Cool Dog. Right? (laughs) And uh, it's just about a cool dog. Right. Okay. Premise of the movie. Right. Uh, a little kid. He has this like German Shepherd, and he's like, "Oh, I love this dog so much. He's so fucking cool." You know. And then they're moving to New York City. Ooh. Right. But big the, apple. Yeah, but the 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 apartment they're moving into doesn't allow pets. Right. So they fucking landlords, bro. Yeah. So they fucking sell the dog, I guess, to like a fucking zookeeper in the middle of bumfuck nowhere or some shit. <laughs> That's so sketchy. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. I found. Fast forward through a lot of this until I got to the cool dog aspect of it. And I was just like, damn, that's a cool dog. So I'm going to list off a, a, a sequence of events. And you have to tell me if this actually happened in the movie. Okay. Cool. cool. So yeah, it makes cool sense. Dog. Yeah, cool cool, dog. It's called Cool Dog. Cool Dog. All right. And uh, 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 first one, uh, does this dog play harmonica? Cool Dog definitely plays harmonica. Oh, you fucking yeah, yeah, know yeah. Cool, cool Dog. definitely. He well, fucking just, fuck, it, it, literally it's a group of homeless people. And he just, they're all playing some some jug band music. And this Cool Dog, he just starts playing harmonica. Is Cool Dog, like, is Cool Dog, like, like a real dog that they've trained? Is Cool Dog, like, a man in a dog costume, like a cool cat? Is Cool Dog an animatronic, like in the Goes Wrong show? What are we look? Is it animated? Is it the only animated no. thing in the movie? Like no, in, it's uh, live action. Whole thing's fucking live action. Okay. I will say it's a combination of all fucking three. 
That's mortifying. It's scary as shit. But let's find out what more cool dog things this cool dog does, you know? Uh, does this does this cool dog play the banjo? It's like it's like because we just established he plays the harmonica, I feel like in the same scene with the same jug players, they won't have him play harmonica into playing banjo. And I don't foresee another scene where where he it plays just, banjo. where it just comes up. Um but based on the attributes I know about this movie, I'm gonna say yeah, because the coolest dog plays harmonica and banjo. He does it in the same scene, Marshall. He does, <laughs> he does it in the same, same goddamn scene. Of course he fucking does. He's a cool dog. Because this movie doesn't have a writer. It's just a guy who showed up with a camera and a dog. Um <laughs> All right, Marshall. Next question. Does this dog play checkers? <laughs> Follow up, does he win? <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for something here that's gonna be a kind of non-traditional answer. Sure. Um, but I'm doing it to try and get the most points. Sure. I'm gonna say no. He does not play checkers. But if he does play checkers, he does win. Judges. <laughs> that is correct, Marshall. He does <laughs> not actively play checkers. <laughs> but in the scene with the homeless guys that he plays music with. <laughs> He beats one of them in checkers. What they, the fuck? So this it. whole movie, from what I can understand, is just this cool dog hanging out with homeless guys. All right, Marshall, let's let's get into another. Does the cool dog know how to drive a boat, Marshall? Yes, the cool dog knows how to drive a fucking boat, Zach. You're goddamn right he does. Does he know how to drive a car? Um, yeah, how's he gonna get the boat to the boat ramp? Of course, and you know this cool-ass dog is wearing sunglasses as he's driving this fucking car in New York City. (laughs) In New York City! What's he doing, taking the boat to fucking Central Park? Can this dog uh, drive a fucking train? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Zach, I don't like this this segment because you're making me want to watch this movie that I know is not good. It's so bad. It's I know so bad. This, I know this movie is bad. I know there's no way this movie is good. Everything you're telling me about this because yes, he drives a train. He does. Yes, he drives a train. <laughs> um, 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 everything you're telling me about this movie means this should be a movie I love and I know it's bad. <laughs> Can this dog buy two hot dogs with human currency? Can he do it, Marshall? Yes, and he will do it with the least amount of bills possible. Yes! <laughs> he slides four $1 bills with his paw to this hot dog vendor who understands him perfectly and is like, You want mustard? You want pickles? Does the dog just bark in response? Yes. <gasps> or, or shake his head when he doesn't want ketchup on his hot dog. Jesus Christ. I I I I I haven't believed in God for a long time, Zach. But this this has made me steadfast in my beliefs. <laughs> Marshall, can this dog fight off bullies not with his teeth, but by operating one of those cannon tennis ball machines that people use to practice tennis? Yes, yes, he can. Yes, he can. <laughs> He's so fucking cool. 
this dog's so goddamn fucking cool, Marshall. It just sucks. This is one of those things where it's like it's like you're 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 like a YouTuber or something. Yeah. Um, and and your channel gets a big following not because you're like like doing the basic YouTube like like whoa action I'm I'm loud and I'm zany but it's yeah. like it's like one of the channels where it's like it's gotten big because like they put a lot of effort into like their writing and their yeah, scripts sure, and yeah. they they make like quality informative videos. Yeah. Um, and this person gets the chance to make a movie. Um, yeah. And the studio, though, doesn't let them write the whole movie. No. Um, and so what you end up with is a really cool guy with a really bad movie about him. Yeah. That's what this sounds like to me. <laughs> <laughs> this poor dog is so cool. Yeah. And the writers suck. <laughs> yeah, does this dog die and come back to life? Is this dog Jesus fucking Christ? Yes. Yes, this dog is Jesus fucking Christ. He's a cool fucking dog, Marshall. He's so fucking cool. God, he's so fucking cool. I don't want to watch this movie, but goddamn, I need to see it, Zach. Uh, Well, Marshall, that is the events of Cool Dog. A movie that I literally put on because I was like, cool dog. How cool is this dog? A movie that you literally put on because you're on mushrooms and you saw the word cool dog. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, how cool is this dog? (laughs) And legit when he got to playing the banjo, which is like one. Like I fast forward 15 to 20 minutes into this movie because I was like, I don't give a shit about this family. They're losing the dog. You know, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Families suck. Yeah. Show me the cool dog. And I get to the cool dog, and I was just like, I literally, Kate and I were just doing the thing where you're sitting next to somebody and something weird happens or something like, just like, like, are you fucking seeing this? Are you f-? And you start like hitting that person. Like, are you fucking well, seeing this? Yeah, it. you were both doing it at each other. Like, are you fucking seeing this shit? Are you seeing how fucking cool this dog is? When when the dog played banjo, did he do the classic thing that they normally do with banjos in movies where he starts with... He just... So the song's already going, and then oh, he so plays harmonica, in. and then all of a sudden it just cuts to a banjo in front of the dog, and then this fake prop dog paw just like that's strumming. like strumming the fucking thing. Because banjo is notable as a, a very strummed instrument. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. You can strum a banjo. I'm not saying that, that that's not doable. It's, no, just, it's, a, it's a plucking. It's a plucking instrument. Yeah, you know, primarily, uh. primarily. And that is the uh, the unbelievable how they make that movie magic forehead kiss that uh, puts this episode to bed, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you guys could do us a uh, huge, huge solid. If you're a real cool dog out there, uh, if you guys can give us a follow on whatever you're listening. to to this on and if you guys could also give us a review five stars or more let your heart guide you on that one uh it really helps us out with the algorithm and all that fun stuff uh if you guys could also share this episode that'd be super dope of you you guys can also follow us on twitter and instagram i don't know what fucking elon's calling it nowadays but x if you if you're nasty uh you guys can follow us on there for all just weird (laughs) tweets and updates from us uh you guys can also uh contact us by emailing us eardrunk at gmail.com if you guys have any ideas for uh, uh, playlists um, and we'll make an 
episode about it. Or if you guys have any sort of um, notes like, hey, y'all fuck this up. Hey, that dog wasn't as cool as you thought. Uh, you guys can email us there and let us know. Uh, you guys can also find the playlist uh, for this episode in the description of this episode. And you'll also see another cool guy, another cool dog out there. And that's Mr. J.W. Francis. <laughs> JW lets us use the song Lo-Fi off the album We Share a Similar Joy. It's a great fucking song. I get hyped every time I hear it. Uh, he's a dope dude. He's out there right now doing the Dream Tour, uh, playing a lot of uh, low-end uh, indie places and, and just living the dream, man. He's a beautiful soul. Go out and see him. Support him. Give him a like. Give him a follow. Seriously, it's great, y'all. Send him money. Go see his show. He's a fucking it's amazing Amazing artist. We love him to death. Can't talk about him enough. Also, uh, just want to announce, so the uh, the artist who made the logo for Ear Drunk, our very good friend, Dane mm-hmm. Valness, he's written in a couple of times. He's a, he's a super dope dude. He actually just made a single deck two-player card game that is just so fucking fun. We've been helping him like play test it and just, yeah, like, giving just like, him work notes. on stuff. And just, yeah. uh, we've had such a fun time with it. I know I'm definitely going to buy a copy of this game when it comes out. Me too. Super duper fun, but that's called the Siegeborn Saga. Yeah, Siegeborn Saga. It's uh, be sure to go out and look for it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like any of the, the social media. Eventually, Kickstarter. He's he's ramping up to start the campaign, which is going to be super great, guys. It is one of the best card games I have played, and it's one of those situations where every time like he and I hang out, I'm just like kind of coaxing him into bringing right. it or playing right. it with him, just because he's done he's he's been working on this game for years it's been incredible to watch his journey from where he started to what the game ended up being it's if you're into sort of like magic the gathering or any sort of card based strategy game but you would like for it to be contained within one deck everybody's on the same playing field and you just kind of leave it up to fate this is that fucking game it's super addicting it's super fun uh a siege board and saga guys check it out it's fucking great i'll put a link to uh some of that in the description of this episode hell yeah yeah um but yeah so uh with all that being said uh once again thank you so much for listening to this episode i've been your host zach webb and i'm the landlord that feared the sheer power that cool dog could inhabit in the human form and that's why i didn't let him move in and have a kick-ass day (laughs) 